Hiya. 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 <laughs> hey, do you know all right? We, we've had a lot of Zoom chat today, and by the time you'll have heard this show, we'll have sailed on a virtual ferry involving Zoom chat. Um, do you feel that the Zoom video call has given a second wind to the, the world of thumbs up? <laughs> yes, definitely. We do, me and you always do thumbs up when we sign off any form of video chat. We do a video chat for a little show plan. Yes, we do plan this show. And we always do thumbs up at the end. Now, I've not done thumb up for eight. I, I don't even do thumbs up when I'm driving. If someone lets you out, whatever, you'd say cheers, hand in the air. But yep. never do thumbs up because it's a bit um, Stu Francis. Oh, I could crush a grape. I was going to go, there's a bit of an air of the Fonz about it. Yeah, it is. There's a bit of fonz. So for some reason, I don't know if anyone else does this, when you're ending a video chat and there's that weird, awkward bit where it's quite hard to leave uh, dramatically, isn't it, a video chat? Because you yeah. fumble around to try and leave the meeting. They make you click four or five buttons. Thumb up always works kind of well. Cheers then. Cheers then, John. Thanks, Do you then. know what? I've just found out why. I've just found out why. Do you know who owns Zoom? No. Henry Winkler. Get out of town. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thursday afternoon and the no repeats guarantee on Absolute Radio. Nine to five, nothing repeated while you listen at work. And for the last hour of it, we are the Guardians. It's Bush and Richie. It's home time. I'm glad you said it's a Thursday afternoon because I don't know about anyone else. I am finding it quite difficult to work out what day of the week it is, uh, particularly during lockdown. It's just like it's just hard to keep a handle on space and time. And uh, I don't know who else feels this way, but I've ended up starting to use unorthodox things to give me an idea of the passage of time. Because I don't normally have that. You know, you go into work on Monday and you have a, you have Monday to Friday in the office and you come back, and you know, it's the weekend. But everything's all blended into one in a kind of a weird thing. Imagine like if you were trapped on a desert island, you might count time using moon cycles or <laughs> the tide or something like that. A little bit like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Uh, I've been using the bin days, right, as a means of measuring time and space. So I've been counting the, the lockdown in cycles of the bin day. And I want to put it out there, if you've been using an unorthodox method to count the weeks in lockdown, please share it with the group. Uh, I would absolutely agree with that. And for us, it's been family quiz nights at the weekend. Uh, yes. When it's, when, it's, when it's quiz night on the, old, uh, on the old conference call, you know that it's the weekend. You know it's Saturday night. You know, you're about 10, 10 quizzes in, 10, 11 quizzes in so far. I'm about 10 or 11 bin days. So look, if you've been using an unorthodox thing, nothing to do with calendars or anything like that, all that stuff doesn't make any sense anymore. This is the new normal. You end up using stuff that's around you to measure time. 8, 12, 15, drop us a little text or you can tweet us as well at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. History in time, history lessons will be taught that uh, uh, we use the Gregorian calendar up until 2020 and then move to bin days or, uh, according to Spike, uh, notches on belts. Uh, he says yes. he's just hit the last one. <laughs> that is a good way to measure it. Everyone is getting a bit wider, although, Richie, you're getting slimmer. You're getting slimmer as the lockdown goes on, you are. Uh, Yvonne says... my. Grey roots, they're coming through more and more. Uh, obviously, people cannot wait for uh, the hairdressers and barbers to be back in business. So good one there, Yvonne. Uh, Celia is using Andy Wyman's uh, Instagram stories. He is Kirk off of Coronation Street and says that uh, every day he's updating the nation how long we've been in lockdown. And Stop the World on Twitter says uh, they've been using how many bottles of tonic we're getting through. 
Uh, it negates the need to count the gin, he says. You don't want to be doing that. I love that. Eleanor's been measuring it in gin, says the bar's open Friday to Sunday, and they're averaging one bottle per fortnight, and they're on bottle six, so I can see how that works. Uh, Scott says, I know it's likely the other Wednesday uh, when the empties have vanished from the recycling tub. Do you know all right? I've been, earlier on today, I've been helping our eldest daughter with her maths homework. They should bring in more family stuff like that one about the gin. If mummy and daddy have drunk, <laughs> normally drink a bottle of gin every two weeks and they have six <laughs> bottles, how many weeks have they been in lockdown? That's, That's kind of making shout. homeschooling relevant for us lot, isn't it? Uh, Hyda Duffels, who's retiring to Spain at the end of the lockdown, and he's actually got a countdown clock, a little timer on his phone until he can retire over there to the Costa del Sol. And Amanda is using episodes of Modern family she's on now series nine episode six janice in norwich texts to say she's been using take a break magazine she knows it's thursday wow. when it arrives and she can do the puzzles i love that great magazine this text says the number of times i'm having to cut the grass but depending on the weather then that could be a reliable time but if you get a week, a week of rain that's going to ruin that entire calendar system <laughs> yeah. yes sure. i don't think it's a very good one uh, paul clark says i was judging by the thursday night clap for the nhs but now that's finished i've got no idea what day it is well why not try james from selby's approach he says i've been judging the passage of the weeks when i have to change the cat's litter that's a nice way to remember, isn't it? <laughs> Lucy knows it's Monday if the milkman delivers milk and yoghurt as she has to put the bins out the next day. If it's Friday, he just delivers milk. So what, you can get yoghurt off a milkman? Yeah. I, I thought they just literally just did milk. I didn't realise they did other stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. Dairy. Isn't it? But it's all dairy, I guess. I guess the um, same umbrella of stuff. And Julia, this is quite interesting because it does sound a bit like code. Uh, she measures the passage of time via a friend's Tuesday toad in the hole. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of club. <laughs> Eight twelve fifteen to text us, tweet at Absolute Radio. How are you working out the days of the week? Absolute Radio, the hometown podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Julia has clarified the... Remember she said earlier on when we were chatting, uh, she counts weeks by her friend's Tuesday night toad in the hole. Yes. And we wondered whether this was some kind of illicit meet-up or a, a strange online group. She clarifies on Twitter, no, she posts a photo of the toad in the hole that she's made every Tuesday night and with what number it is. <laughs> so a friend's offering some kind of public service there, a, a date-stamped toad in the hole, so you've got an idea of what number week you're on. It's good. I'm getting very hungry as well already. This is too early in the show for that to happen. Uh, Paul says, I reckon we're on week 13 because I'm on my third pair of socks. Now, I'm no mathematician, but what's the average in there for socks? <laughs> a very specific number. It's very specific, isn't it? It's really bizarre. If he'd have just waited for uh, an even number, then it would have been a lot easier to work out. I'm sure people will put us in the, in the right direction with a the number there. Janice in Norwich says, we've been following the awesome Sarah Millican, uh, who was a guest on this show a few weeks back, as she reads a How to Be Champion book each day. We're on episode 73. Uh, this is rather grim from Scott. He says, I use guard size five on my beard and... And every seventh day it gets itchy, so I trim. That's how I count the weeks. The months also count out as every fourth I manscape. 
Oh dear, oh dear. That might have put people off quite a few of their teas this evening. Apologies for that. Try and put it out of your minds. And this one here actually is probably going to make it even worse. Uh, this person who doesn't leave their name, and when you hear the text, you'll understand why. Uh, they count the weeks by shower days. He says 11 so far. And I'm presuming it's a he. It probably is. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Lovely to have your company here on the Home Time Show. It's Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. If you want to get in touch, uh, we're always here for you. 8, 12, 15, Ali has texted to say, Hi, guys, how do I get the virtual boarding pass for the Isle of Wight Festival? Loving being able to hear the whole show and not just the podcast. Good to have you on board, Ali. Hey, look, email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. There's still time. Uh, it's the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival this weekend on Absolute Radio uh, in place of the actual festival that would have taken place this weekend. We are taking a virtual ferry trip after this show today. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk to uh, get your virtual boarding passes. Simon in Wolverhampton is going to be on that ferry. I guess we must be picking him up in some kind of canal there uh, Thomas Cliff he's up for it Richie go on do your joke do your joke <laughs> at least he's coastal there we go there it is thank you is. Uh, Dave is. Hills in Totten down there on the Solent we'll see you Dave uh, Maria Cook is at Gatwick she could have flown but she's going to get the boat <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, and Zoe Braithwaite no location but she's got her pass she's going to be on the ferry as well so we're not kidding with this. This is an actual massive Zoom video chat conference. We're going to send all of you a backdrop. So 100% virtually it will look like you're on a ferry. And it's going to be one hell of a night. We sail this evening. So if you've been umming and ahhing about it, now is the time. Like Richie said, drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And we'd love to see all of your cheeky faces tonight. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Before five o'clock, we were uh, at the very least working out that we are weeks and weeks and weeks into lockdown and therefore working from home. But it's still causing problems every now and then. Uh, it's my teenage son, Charlie's bedroom uh, that has been used as the uh, working from home uh, little hub in uh, in our house. It's where the show's coming from right now. Uh, but in the morning, it's my wife who's... Uh, working from home and uh, the other day she was on uh, a conference call uh, there's two monitors uh, that are going on here in uh, her, here in his bedroom and uh, both of them were being used one for a spreadsheet uh, one for emails and all this kind of stuff but critically my wife was hosting a video conference call meanwhile <laughs> you can see where this is going uh, meanwhile my teenage son has come out of the shower and walks back into his bedroom just to go and get some some clothes to change into and all this kind of thing. He's got, thankfully, his towel round his waist. But on screen, um, with his stepmom with her headphones on and uh, and microphone and all this kind of stuff, it doesn't look like anything is afoot. So he's just pottering around in the background. Meanwhile, <laughs> on the conference video call, uh, you've got all these people suddenly alerting my wife, who doesn't know what's going on behind her, because there's no image up on the screen, going, uh, you've got a visitor, Natalie, <laughs> behind you, just hoping that all of a sudden a towel is not going to be dropped. Thankfully, disaster averted, but it did make me wonder about some of the things that you've walked in on. 
Joy, you know, it's weird because by the nature of them, sometimes video conference calls can be quite boring and you're just staring at people just sat there. So like even we, we had a little meeting, like a, a team meeting earlier on today about stuff, didn't we? And uh, Serena, one of our social media managers, someone in the background was fixing themselves a cup of tea in her, <laughs> yes, in her kitchen. I and I was obsessed. That. Like, who is it? What are they having? How, how long <laughs> have they boiled the kettle long enough? They've not waited for the thing to click. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? You just walk in and, yeah. and suddenly it draws all of your attention. Yes. So look, this isn't necessarily just going to be about video calls. I'm sure there's plenty of things that you've walked in on that are worthy of sharing as a story with your favourite home time show. So do it. Eight twelve fifteen. Love to hear from you with your texts or tweet us at Absolute Radio. I think it's fair to say, Bush, we could get some that are a little bit on the uh, illicit side. Do you know what I'm going to say, right? Let's bring in a brand new classification system tonight on the show. We're going to call it the carry on rating. Okay, oh, I would say it, in terms of uh, green, not a problem. Amber, a bit iffy. Red is, is a full-on warning. I say we're at carry-on level amber. <laughs> so, one more time. What did you walk in on? 8, 12, 15 with the texts and tweet us at Absolute Radio. Behave. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Here's the first one. I guess we knew these were coming. Angie says, I've walked in on an illicit affair. My Ooh. female boss having a ding dong with another manager's man. Told you before, it's currently classified as carry on level amber. <laughs> uh, Tam Wilson says, I'm a dog walker and pet carer. I was looking after some cats once and walked in on the owner's 15-year-old daughter having a massive drunken party. The <laughs> next morning, I went again to feed the cats and found the smell of vomit and a hungover youngster in the bathtub. Nice. <laughs> Amanda says, my seven-year-old daughter walked up behind me on a conference video call and pulled up her skirt and declared, I have no knickers on. She thought it was hilarious. Thank goodness I was talking to another woman. Uh, Charlie says, I once walked in on my boss having a number two. Charlie puts oh. it more crudely. Uh, it was made all the more unsettling by the eye contact that was established. If you make eye contact with someone like that in that situation, it's difficult to carry on. I, don't, I think you'd just have to change company or you I'd could no longer work together. You'd have to resign. And Sarah says, when I was about seven or eight, I... Uh, I uh, was up in the night, wanted a drink, went downstairs, and um, I, can't, I don't know if I can read this one out, man, to be honest with you. This is, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, this lot. I'll tell you, you what, give them an what. inch. Do you know what I mean? i tell you what, I've got one more text to read out. Give yourself yeah. 15 seconds while I read it, and then see if you can go again. If you can't, okay. we'll all understand and be intrigued. I'll, I'll rework. Louise, Louise in Kent says, I was with my daughter's father on the sofa uh at our finest um and in walked his dad's nephews and sister i wanted to collapse they'd use their spare key <laughs> trying to work out all the different family members there it sounds a bit interesting um and then, Go on then. yeah this there's, there's no other way of putting it her mum and dad were were having a kiss and a cuddle and then she closed the door and went back to bed that's the best i can do i'm afraid folks <laughs> i'm it's a, intrigued it's a show. I'm there's intrigued. no you can't read any more about it. it's just too blue The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Skimmy Danger on Twitter, never Uh-oh. has there been a more apt uh, Twitter name, says, we once walked into a pub in London, up to the bar, bought drinks, and then realised we'd walked in on a totally private college and uni leaving private party. We Ooh. gatecrashed all the official photos, all the food, everything. <laughs> we were the only two that shouldn't have been there. I like that. It's like you know, when uh, President Obama or someone like that ends up at someone's wedding or David Beckham and they get a photograph taken with him. I think that's quite cool. <laughs> uh, Stephen, the truckers, come in with a brilliant one on text. He says, guys, I was in the army and when we were in Iraq, I walked in on my commanding officer dancing with a mop whilst watching a Learn How to Waltz video. <laughs> he promised I would never get promoted if I told anyone. I'm out of the army now, so it's time for the world to hear about it. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, Liam says, hello, guys. My nan was staying at my mum's for a while. I popped around one day in between jobs to use my mum's toilet as I was passing. I ran up the stairs and flew through the door, as you do when you need to go, and burst in. And 10 years later, I'm still scarred, says Liam. We'll leave it at that. Good editing there, Richie. Good editing. And then Andy says, and this is high drama, uh, Bush and Ritchie, about three and a half years ago, I was working in Whitton and went to lunch to buy a sandwich from Greg's, as you do. And on the way back to the office, I walked in on an armed robbery on a security <gasps> guard delivering some money to a local building society. The guy was safe and everything, but I ended up in the paper. Wow. Wow. Keep them coming. Uh, it was the morning of my wedding, says this text. Our house didn't have a bathroom when we moved and we were in the process of converting a bedroom. The bathroom door hadn't been put back on. We were all supposed to tell each other when we were using it. I made my announcement that I was going to have a bath and walked in to see my dad standing in the bath washing his bits. The oh. image has never left me. What an image to have at the beginning of your actual wedding day that would it would ruin the big day wouldn't it every time you close your eyes you see him scrubbing away particularly when he gets up to do the old father of the bride speech i wonder where you're going with that for a second then thought it was a name for something (laughs) dearie me uh this one here by the way there's so many of these are sketchy you lot even like the worst lot right the worst people are the ones who make it look like it's a genuine text so we think oh we'll, we'll mention that and it's only at the bottom you've got something racy in there they're the worst <laughs> Bryony from Cambridgeshire though she's fine she says afternoon I dialed into a call yesterday on video call with the whole executive board and someone was announcing there's a teaspoon of poo in every hot tub <laughs> then acted <laughs> then acted like they never said anything <laughs> that's amazing we've given you a few trivia facts today but that's another great one <laughs> The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie here with Home Time. As I mentioned earlier on, this show is a podcast each and every night, and we love people who listen live, we love people who catch up later on. And yesterday's show in particular raised a lot of questions, and we've had a text in about what we were talking about yesterday. Sarah from sunny Scotland says, I've got a star bar question for Ritchie. My husband bought me a star bar today after listening to yesterday's show. And basically, Richie couldn't believe his wife had never had a star bar before. Uh, And anyway, he was shocked that I too, like so many listeners, had never tried one. I like my chocolate bar straight from the fridge. However, the hubby says this is not the correct way to eat a star bar. It must be consumed at room temperature. Given the lack of empirical evidence on this matter, I will defer to your judgment on this to settle our debate. Fridge or no fridge? Ha! Okay, I'm going to give two different um, two different rulings on this. Uh, first okay. of all, 
chocolate can be great from a fridge. So that's that's the ruling number one. It's not really a ruling. It's just an opinion. However, a bit of advice. I would thank you. <laughs> but equally, sometimes in the summer, I think a lot of chocolate tastes even better melted. I love shops that haven't got decent air conditioning and are selling really melted chocolate. It's great fun. I would say specifically concerning the Star Bar, because of its makeup of being so much caramel and so much nut, to have it from a fridge, you are asking for uh, an emergency dental appointment. So I would go Star Bar room temperature. See, the weird thing is, I would never have discovered the multi-chocolibowitz thing that I accidentally made by leaving it in the sunshine if it wasn't for having stuff outside of the fridge mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? So mm. there's swings yeah. and roundabouts to both. Please let us know how you get on and get back in touch, Sarah. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Anyone else been binge-watching telly out of control during the lockdown? I don't know what it is, but I just can't get enough TV at the moment, probably because I can't go outside. But I've been watching a hell of a lot of telly. One thing in particular, and I've been banging on about this to anyone that I meet in the street or shouting at it from two metres plus, uh, is the brilliant Netflix documentary called The Last Dance, which is about Michael Jordan and the six-times championship-winning Chicago Bulls basketball team. Now, I'm not into basketball at all, but this is such a good sports documentary. It just draws you in because it's about the characters and personalities. Genuinely give it a go. It's brilliant. But one main thing I learned about Michael Jordan, and I felt I kind of knew about Michael Jordan, that he's like one of the greatest, probably the greatest basketball player of all time, and he was in Space Jam. Uh, but one thing I never learned, I didn't know about him that I learned through watching the documentary was that at one point at the peak of his career, Michael Jordan got fed up with basketball and decided to become a baseball player. I never Which knew is that. Mad. Yeah, so for like a, a season and a half, he was a baseball player, turned his back on basketball. So this is like, putting it into kind of football context for us, this is like Wayne Rooney giving up at the peak of his powers for Manchester United and deciding to try and get into the Somerset cricket team. Imagine that. Imagine think- that. The only time I've ever heard of it, and sadly the name escapes me, I'm sure recently there was a British sprinter who uh, who went from uh, 100 metre sprinting uh, into, uh, well, certainly tried to get a draft for uh, American football because obviously yes. he was so quick, uh, but I think maybe let down on catching the ball. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Because, you you know, to do a kind of change of career like that, you'll have normally have grown up through the college system and been practising that sport nonstop. But just, just to decide that you're going to drop the thing that you're brilliant at and mm. then suddenly do something completely different takes a hell of a lot of bravery. And I thought, what a final thing for the, the last hour of the show to just have a little talk about and to give you some kind of respect and tip our caps to you, essentially. If you have had a huge drastic career change for whatever reason. We'd love to hear from you tonight on the show. And it might have been forced upon you. A lot of people are having to reevaluate things because jobs have just disappeared and you've had to adapt and pivot during lockdown. So if you've had a major change, you've gone from saying being an accountant and decided to become a graphic designer or become a fire person, something like that, a big old drastic career change, like Michael Jordan going from basketball to baseball, 8 to 12, 15, text the show and get the credit and the versatility that you deserve. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Carl has gone from care worker to military, but then back to being a care worker, then to a stage engineer for a festival company, and guess what? 
back to the military. I would describe Carl as skittish. <laughs> He's a bit skittish. Ben says, technically, I went from being an international arms dealer to working at Curry's. I had a Saturday job working in a local gun shop. I took a call one day from a guy who was in France that wanted a weapon, hence the self-given job title, but Curry's was somewhat less interesting. <laughs> wow. Uh, Lou went from educational key worker to deputy pub manager. I wonder which of those two uh, involves looking after people and it's more hard. <laughs> I can imagine. And Chris says, I went from being a chef to working in HR. It's essentially the same telling people off, etc., but slightly less swearing and you get weekends off. <laughs> uh, this one says, guys, I went from being a chef to importing silver and gold coins from Austria and selling them on eBay and locally. Now, I don't know if you've been watching daytime TV, there's always this ad comes up with this old fellow with a curly moustache who goes on about buying gold bullion. Have you seen that woman getting yeah, into buying gold? Yeah. It's that guy. <laughs> and he listens to Home Time. Uh, I was Yay. a bank manager for 15 years, hated every minute of it, says Matt in Sheffield. One day, I literally told them to stick it and walked out. I had an eight months pregnant wife at the time. Within a uh -oh. year, I was a full-time music professional as a promoter and band manager. Best decision I ever made. There you go, do the things you love. And I love this text uh, from Chantel. Guys, I went from being a chef before I had my little boy, who's now three, to training to be a gas engineer. And now I'm studying plumbing for a little more hands-on experience. Amazing. And then this is intriguing, particularly ahead of what Bush and I are going to be doing after seven. I went from being a cook in a cafe to designing car ferries 12 years ago. Maybe they designed the virtual home time ferry. Wow, it's like we're meeting our maker. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Ian the Painter says, you remember when Ian Botham went from cricket to play football for Scunthorpe? Ronald Reagan was an actor. He went to US president. Uh, Dion Dublin went from footballer to Homes Under the Hammer presenter. It's not that unusual. Ian goes on to say, for me, once a painter, <laughs> always a painter. Oh, I thought he was going to do some kind of dramatic change up there, but he's just Sadly stayed. Not. He's very dependable, is Ian. Jason says, uh, and see, this is probably a joke. I think this is a joke, but he says, my mate was a pilot for British Airways and got furloughed. So to do something, he's been doing painting and decorating. I got him to do some work at mine and the landing is lovely. He's taking the mic. <laughs> That's very good. It's very That's good. Very good. It's very, it's very good. Very good. Well done. John in Stafford. Hats off to you, John. Nine days ago, he says, I was a furloughed chef. Now I am the site manager of a COVID test centre. To be honest, it is mind blowing. And this one here says, Guys, my partner changed jobs from a prison officer to go and make artisan cheese. Oh, that's a curveball, isn't it? I'm hungry. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. Home time with Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Minutes ahead of us setting off on our virtual ferry trip to the Isle of Wight ahead of our Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. Just to make clear, uh, because it's a virtual ferry trip, there are uh, no rules uh, regarding uh, who you can bring with you uh, and how far you can stand from uh, each other. Uh, None of this bubble business that uh, we had uh, yesterday from the Prime Minister, which I guess is obviously uh, good news for some people people getting uh, to be able to uh, see people they haven't been able to do you know though i kid you not my other half katie said to me this morning when, we were, when i was making our morning coffee she suggested that we temporarily split up so that she could legally go up and spend some time with her mum and dad up in northumberland and then i could go and see my folks down in devon and then we kind of consciously recouple after three weeks, get back together again, and then we're all—it's all within the law. Now, what the hell is going on during this lockdown at the moment? It's a crafty idea from her, Isn't it? you'd have to say. There's a hell of a lot of trust involved uh, that uh, after the three weeks that you get back together. Do you know what though? And anyone listening to this right now, you might feel the same thing. How much would you give? And this is only for people in busy households. I guess if you've been on your own for ages, then you're probably climbing the walls and, and this isn't the case. But if you live with like family and kids, whatever, how much would you give just to have the silence of the house? You know, in those days when you have the house to yourself, a night in on your own, just one. This is one of those occasions where I need to be very careful with how I answer because there are always people listening. Yeah, no, do you know what I mean, though? Occasionally, you get those days or nights where you're the only one in the house and it's really nice. You can kind of just, like, lounge around and have whatever food you want and stream a movie and play PlayStation at the same time and do all those kind of things. None of There's been none of that. I know there's bigger things going on, and I totally get that, but there's been none of that for about three months, and it's maybe trying to work this bubble workaround that Katie's going on about. I'd give it a go if I get a night in on my own. For the welfare of my co-host, these are not the comments of uh, Andy Bush and uh, or Richie Firth. <laughs> we're distance. We're socially distancing ourselves from that particular statement. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So there you go. There's something to tell you, mates, down the pub. That is, I mean, what a, what a revelation. If you weren't concentrating or uh, properly at the start of the meeting, uh, this meeting, I've got meetings on the mind at the start of the podcast. <laughs> it is a meeting, it is a meeting. Of course it is. Uh, Richie gave us this revelation. Please tell everyone again what the revelation is, Richie. Yeah, Zoom, uh, which is obviously just going through the roof at the moment, uh, is owned by Henry Winkler. You will remember that name because he played the Fonz. And that is why uh, the emoji that you can use uh, during uh, a Zoom call is a thumbs up. Oh, my word. Sorry to, to live plan shows on this particular bit of chat, but we should try and get a Zoom rumour going on the uh, on home time. Just I get all we they just need to did. do. We just do. We just need to get them to tell one or two other people it becomes ingrained in society and it becomes a thing. Let's just wait for it to come back. Hence wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Push and Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Pass a music interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews. Subscribe.